Hello everyone, welcome to Black Plus Coffee, a podcast that's all about coffee and nothing else. My name is Philip. It's been a while, but we are <laughs> back with an exciting episode. Uh, it's great to have you here. And as always, I'm not alone. I'm with my co-host. Moses. Yeah. Compliments of the new year. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to Black Plus Coffee, a show that talks about coffee, nothing else but coffee. Yeah. In this world of coffee and possibly in other ones that don't have coffee. Mm-hmm. It's good to be back. It's a brand new year. Uh, what are you looking forward to this year, my good say? Uh, actually, a couple of new things I yeah. uh, can't say. But, uh, <laughs> within the coffee, adventure. within the coffee industry, no, within the coffee industry, trying more coffees, being adventurous. This as well. Uh, feel like last year died down a bit, like visiting cafes and stuff. But hopefully this year it's more exciting, releasing more content as well, getting nominated again for Coffee Magazine Award and hopefully winning it this time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, looking forward to many things in the uh, coffee space and yourself. Um, I think I think I think same. Explore more. Uh, mm. Try to avoid the coffee shops that you know. Mm. <laughs> Visit other smaller, bigger coffee shops as well. Meet new people within the industry. Mm. Foster new relationships, I guess, and grow just in knowledge yeah. about what coffee is and what coffee is about. And hopefully, through our through our platform, we might also, like we have said in the beginning, reach a wider community, wider audience, and. Mm educate people about coffee with knowledge that we have yeah so that's our plans what are yours <laughs> like write them down try new cafes try new like coffee beans go for it be adventurous get a new coffee gadget if you want to but yeah. be adventurous as we are trying to be as well we're looking forward to that uh, but yeah welcome if you this is your first time listening to the podcast welcome to black plus coffee yeah. this is a podcast that is dedicated to coffee yeah. we talk about coffee anything that is related to the world of coffee yeah. be it from the farm level be it from the cafe level be it in between topics that are within the coffee industry as well yeah. this is a show for you want to learn more about coffee and also if you are you have topics that you like us to expand on you like us to tackle guests that you like us to interview with specific topics please feel free to DM us on Instagram, it's Black Plus Coffee. Mm. Um, we are found in every podcast uh, platform. Platform. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you are you have been following us for a while as well, we really appreciate you just joining in. Uh, this is our episode, first one for 2024. So we are looking forward to more content. So please continue to share about who we are. Continue to tell people about our podcast, about the content that we have. We just love sharing uh, about our knowledge, about the experience that we have picked up as well as Black Plus Coffee. So please do that. And if you are a sponsor, don't forget to uh, highlight us again. Just yeah. find out uh, about what we value, who we are. And if you want to get into a collaboration, we'll definitely be up for that. So don't forget to do that. But yeah, welcome to the episode. First episode for 2024. We are excited. (laughs) We've been meaning to release a couple of things for a while. So we are are back. We are back. Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, What do you have for today? What are we um, about? So, so today it's a it's a conversation that is sparked on some an Instagram post that we saw, and we felt like it, mm. it relates to us. Um, that being subcultures within specialty coffee, for example, mm. um, with any other industry as well. That like the the. What do you mean by that? Like when you say subculture, 
there are things, there are terminologies, there are words, there are people that you need to know within that particular subculture mm. for you to feel like you are welcome into that space. Mm. Um, so you're talking like inclusivity into a certain space that it has its own rules and set of principles that people deem they are the things that you have. If someone breaks them, they are judged or they yes. are looked upon. Nicely so, put. Yeah. Nicely put. Yeah. That's what we want to talk about. Um, we just want to have a conversation about the experiences that we have found ourselves, uh, mm. Philip and I, within obviously the South African specialty coffee scene, because we've never been exposed or we've never been outside mm. of South Africa mm. to experience the specialty coffee scene within mm. that. But just within the South African specialty coffee mm. scene, are there subcultures like that that? Um, mm that tend to mm, to scare people off yeah, yeah to scare people off and yeah. how we've experienced that so yeah. that's what we are trying to have and hopefully it can be helpful as well in in making yeah. people aware of those things yeah. because sometimes i think we do them subconsciously without knowing that that's what we are that's doing and true. that tends to to be a barrier for new people to come through that's within the specialty coffee scene as a subculture yeah so if you you don't know yet about us that we talk about inclusivity in all all in all of our episodes possibly like we talk about being accessible opening the markets to different people people that don't look like yourself uh and allowing people to be expressive so that's why we felt like the topic it's a great way to talk about it and kickstart mm. 2024 into it as well talking about issues that matter within the coffee uh, in- uh industry, industry as a whole so please tune in i uh, will get into the topic and it's going to be exciting and thank you so much uh if you are joining us for the first time like we said follow us uh hit us up uh, follow even subscribe on uh, Spotify or all the uh, podcast platform. That's where you'll find us. So, guys, tune in. We'll get into the topic just now. Welcome back, guys. As we said, we are going to talk about uh, the topic of inclusivity and having subcultures. So, we have a couple of things that we're going to read from this post. Moses, Moses is going to kick us off and then we'll expound and then discuss those from our own personal experience. So, please be tuned in. We're going to do a bit of reading. So, be <laughs> ready. Get your coffee. Be excited. It's a great topic. So, Moses, kick us off. Sure, sure. So, just to quote you, this is not to our credit. It's by uh, Phil Tamer Casino on, yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so, it goes as follows. Um, subcultures are often seen as tight-knit communities that share common interests, values, and passions. However, lacking within the depth of these groups is a is a possessive issue. Snobbery. The ironic truth is that snobbery is a universal trait yeah. found in every subculture, even in, sim- in seemingly niche cof- communities like specialty coffee enthusiasts. Sure. Um, snobbery is a subculture that can be traced back to several psychological factors. Firstly, it often arises from a desire for inclusivity and belonging. Mm. When individuals identify with, with, with a particular subculture, they may develop a sense of superiority over those who do not share their interest. This mm. sense of inclusivity can boost self-esteem and provide a feeling of belonging within the group. Mm. Uh, that's quite interesting. Yeah. Uh, where that definitely comes out there, it's snob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I think most people who probably have been in the coffee industry, they've been called that yeah. for a bit. Yeah, uh, and it's, yeah, it's even for us. Um, most people would say there is. Though you call be you'll be called a snob now yeah. and then. Yeah, uh, and do, do you get happy whenever? Not like happy, but do you get excited. No, not what, really. What feelings do you have when <laughs> someone says, "Ah, oh, Philip is a coffee snob"? Uh, no, I know I don't like it. First of all, but you just laugh it out uh, because I think it that like the, the the post says it's been created for a long time. Like we have seen that my first time getting into a coffee shop, you feel like you are not part of that culture you are not part of the, those people that are there it's it's different uh the way they drink coffee what they drink uh sh- having sugar having milk so you're already feeling like you are judged for <laughs> something that you yeah you like or you don't like uh, at that time so there's already a level of uh snobness or level of exclusivity that comes into that and that's always not nice. Mm. So when someone says you're a snob, you're already, for me, I'm already relating to now you're ex- being yeah. ex- inclusive. You are part of a subculture of mm. people. Who, who are snobs. Yeah, who are <laughs> judging people <laughs> for drinking coffee yeah. that is milk or that is sugar or uh, drinking commodity coffee as well. Uh, you're already in a space where you like, yeah. So that's why I don't like it for me when yeah. you are called that. Uh, but it's it's quite interesting topic, like uh, just... To think about it. and we see this like it's not like we, I'm, I'm i'm talking from uh like a position where i've not yeah. seen this i've yeah, experienced it how, yeah. how, how, how have you experienced it um yeah. when you f- first obviously started like taking keen and interest in coffee and started yeah. exploring you know, learning about coffee or rather let, let me say in the beginning when mm-hmm. you were first exposed to coffee how how how, how did you how did you experience that did you experience? No, like, like i said it's just, sorry you know just going to a coffee shop yeah. you find that uh, people maybe look at you differently you don't know what to order you're looking at the menu people are looking confused why does this person not order something uh but that time you're still trying to find out what is an americano what is a cappuccino what is a uh white <laughs> exactly, flat white yeah. or cortado whatever might be the case so you get to you get a feel of that you are not wanted into that space um even some of the barristers would make you feel that way. Like, True. what are you doing here when you don't know what you want or what you want to drink? So I've experienced that, like, at the beginning of it. Uh, obviously, even race is another conversation when yeah. it comes to inclusivity because that's a subculture in a way as well. But with coffee specifically, with uh, being snobs, uh, you have to drink coffee in a certain way. You can't uh, drink it, I don't know, with milk or all those things. They've always been in play and we have seen them for such a long time, even beyond, even now, when you go to some coffee shops where they feels a bit inclusive. They, they, when people drink... Exclusive. Exclusive, exclusive, yeah, yeah. When people drink coffee with milk they are looked upon when someone has a geisha and they drink it with sugar you people will look at you like you're crazy uh so that it's a continuous day like uh, being snobs and it has factors obviously there's consequences when you do that uh but yeah for me my experience has been going to a coffee shop uh first time being there seeing that seeing feeling like you are not welcomed in any way how mm. you drink what you drink uh people are looking at you funny yeah. uh you are just uh 
yeah, I don't know. You are just you don't feel at home. At home yeah, and, and I think you automatically go into a default mode where where is you want to sort of change your perspective, even though you don't understand, and mm. feel like you want to assimilate and become like those people. Or the other extreme end is you walk out oh, yeah. because you don't want you don't want to feel like that. You yeah. want to go to a place where you are appreciated, but at the same time, there is an element of okay, I also want to be these people because they kind of look cool, eh? Mm. They kind of look like they're the elite uh, when it comes to this yeah. thing. So I, I also need to be at their yeah. level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think for me as well, I think the the latter also became a bit of a reality as well that, like you're saying, like going to some coffee shops and this is a language that they speak, you know, they're speaking of acidity, they're mm. speaking of... Uh, it's not balanced, you know. Mm. You just want to go there and have your cup of coffee, man, mm. of cappuccino, <laughs> and they are telling you that this is not balanced, this is it's too acidic. And you almost fall into a trap of also trying to become that person who's always cr- not criticized, not in a bad way, but always being critical to say this coffee is yeah. not acidic or this coffee is not balanced, even without knowing what that means. Yeah. Um, and can we even use those terms to begin with, man? If you're first in coming first into the coffee shop, mm. for example, I remember I went to, and I think I've told this story before that I went to a coffee shop. Um, I didn't understand what coffee was or anything like that. Just knew, oh, there's a cappuccino, and the the thing that I saw on the menu, the cheapest thing on the menu was an espresso. Mm. And I was like mm. espresso, <laughs> and I was like espresso, and then it came. Um, and I was like, because I didn't want to look like I didn't know what I was ordering or anything like that. It just came with a small cup and an espresso cup. And I was shocked. Mm. I was like, what, what is this? If I, I feel like if there was an element of education as well yeah. that comes about with yeah. that. Because sometimes you just want to assimilate into that culture. Mm. I didn't want to ask because I didn't want to look like I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because within sure. the context, people who are there, they knew what they were yeah, drinking yeah, yeah. Um, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, sure. That that's true. So, it's it's a big topic, like because if you you continue to go that way, like with uh, being a snob, being a certain like a subculture, you're not including people. It has consequences of like to the business, to the industry as a whole, because people are not feeling welcomed. You are closing a whole industry in a sense. Uh, so. That in itself, I feel like it needs to be corrected. Uh, you need to have baristas maybe that are, f- I don't know, welcoming and educating people about coffee. You don't want to, if someone is new to the coffee, they get there, they don't know what an Americano is. A barista is making them feel stupid for not knowing that. But you need someone to explain. It's yeah. one part this, it's one part that. Um, so education plays a big role yeah, in, in changing that as well. What do you think? plays a big role yeah, in, in those precisely well. yeah. um precisely education plays a big role because i'm just thinking about the experience that i still have with my friends mm. whenever i'll take them let's say to my quote unquote favorite coffee spot um and they are just confused by mm. the menu itself mm. sure it's like ah you order for us yeah you, sure. know, you just order for us sure. uh because it's like we don't belong into the space mm. Mm. Um, it's different for me going to my popular franchise coffee yeah. franchise where i know these things are just <laughs> they are just there you know no one yeah. judges who for for putting sugar for putting honey yeah and all those things and here it's like you almost even don't have an option to put sugar for example sugar yeah. is not 
at the table where you are seated. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. <laughs> you need to go <laughs> to where Paris said to ask for sugar. Yeah. Uh, and they give you a look. Personal experience, I went to one of the good coffee shops uh, here in Joburg with a friend of mine. My friend does not enjoy coffee. So she asked for sugar. And, and the barista was not happy about that. Mm, that's hectic. The barista was not happy about Jeez. it. It was just like... But this is a good cup of coffee like you must enjoy this coffee without sugar but she's like but i enjoy it more with sugar it tastes mm. bitter for me mm. um so education does play a very important role mm. um and just sorry be, being aware of that not everyone is a coffee snob or they've had coffee before some people come there they haven't oh, they haven't had good coffee like a specialty when we're talking yeah. about specialty coffee they've been maybe drinking coffee they don't know so you need to be aware of your audience the people that you are i'm not saying put an act but be sensitive to customers that you receive that you are not gonna get the same customers that belong to a certain subculture you are always gonna get people that sometimes don't know about coffee they want to be taught uh they want to uh learn new stuff about coffee so awareness i guess it relates to education as well that you're teaching people that but there's some good stuff as well even thinking of this topic like uh we've been to a couple of coffee tasting uh cupping as well at at father and you get there uh and the guys that take us through that thing sometimes I've seen this like many times I've been there. They make you feel welcomed in a sense that yeah. you find uh, your chat explaining uh, coffee, what's it all about. If this is your first time here uh, doing cupping with us, this is what cupping is all about. We're going to do slapping. If you don't know slapping, this is why we do slapping. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing this and this. So there is a level of uh, being aware of what uh, the people that are in that room, if it's the first time tasting coffee what they should be looking up so not to say everyone is not doing well (laughs) in especially in the south african context there are people that are doing well and i think it's a trajectory that we should all be on that we should be aware that we want to include everyone into that market we want to get more black um, black people drinking coffee more white people drinking coffee more people in uh in in places that are outside in rural areas in places that that i feel a bit excluded drinking coffee you want to reach a wider market uh, of people so inclusivity it's it's big yeah and that's why we need to have it in the in the coffee yeah. Uh, industry yeah and i think within inclusivity as well there comes accessibility as well mm. these are two <laughs> two big topics um inclusivity and accessibility yeah. Because also accessibility speaks about pricing. That's true. Um, That's who true. gets to access a particular yep. product based yep. on how much that particular product costs. For yep. example, um, as one of our great goals or missions that we want to do as Black Plus Coffee, we want to have um, coffee cuppings back mm. in the township or back in the rural mm. areas and mm. stuff. Mm. But even outside of that, can people, after we have had that experience of what coffee tastes like, can they afford? to buy a bag of beans. Sure, sure. Um, and I think the conversation can still go both sides, that there is money, that people are just not choosing not to use it to buy coffee. Mm. <laughs> uh, they don't feel like it's a priority for them to buy. Mm. And there's generally another conversation of, this is a good thing, but we can't afford it. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's true, that's true. Even that in itself, it's a, I think it's complex as well. It is, it is, it, it is. 
uh, a business level as well. You are trying as a business, uh, as a business, trying to, to make, make profit, pro- profit yeah. <laughs> break even. So it's always a bit complex to talk about pricing, but definitely a level of accessibility should be allowed. Uh, we should be going to extents of bringing people in, making clients happy and customers that the big that the focal point of everything you do your business so you should allow a certain level of accessibility so mm. yeah that's like on exclu- inclusivity like uh, yeah. it's always a, a big thing mm, but and, i think yeah. going now to like supermarkets you see your popular mm. uh, specialty coffee roasteries mm. they're on the shelves mm. <laughs> yeah, i think that is it, it's, it's encouraging yeah. Yeah, as well yeah. and uh, yeah. in comparison to your perhaps your larger multi-cop um, coffee companies that are there, mm-hmm. um, your Nestle's and stuff like that, you see the pricing point that it also seems like at least affordable enough for, for people to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that is encouraging in itself. So speaking mm-hmm. about um, the specialty coffee scenes mm-hmm. in South Africa, do you think stuff like um, barista competition, coffee events and stuff like that, do you feel like they are do you feel like there's a subculture um, kind of context within that? Um, what I mean is that, but just my experience is when I've been to like coffee coffee events, you're almost meeting the same people mm. from another event, from another coffee shop. Almost seems like these. It is growing, but it is growing, but almost seems like these these are because specialty coffee community is a very tight and niche market mm. that still needs to grow. Mm. But within that as well, the fact that we know each other that from this festival you are seeing these people from another festival you are seeing these people. Can that also? Do you think that has an effect of also creating a subculture that if there's someone new who was not mm. at the other coffee event and they come to this one, they almost feels like um, they are excluded. Sure, yeah. Before we answer that, uh, which is a great question, uh, we have something to talk about first, uh, (laughs) which is an exciting thing. So we've been trying this amazing shorts by Magic Mind. Uh, So like last year, it was a very long year, feeling fatigued. Uh, There's a lot of things, feeling stressful. And it felt like, man, I need some some energy i need something that would sustain me which is not an energy drink i'm not a fan (laughs) of energy drinks uh and we got this exciting uh subscription from boxes of shorts from magic mind uh (laughs) and it was really exciting moses got one i got one and we tried them for a couple of days i finished mine already (laughs) but guys this is these shorts were like transformative like i'm being honest i'm a stre- i'm a person who stresses quite a lot yeah, so yeah, i had a short of those for consecutive days uh and i felt super productive in that because it was a busy season of my life actually where i felt so productive i felt like i could conquer the world that different from energy drink like i said it's all herbs it's not it's anything crazy yeah, yeah it's all, all natural ingredients yeah yeah matcha tea it's excellent <laughs> i'm not lying so i really enjoyed it and i would recommend it to you as well that you mm. should try it out did you enjoy those shows? I, I did yeah. i did my morning ritual you know that i would make coffee before yeah. i head out for work yeah. so what i would do is i will have i'll have coffee and then i'll have the shots but there will be other days where i will not have coffee i'll just take the shot because i'll sure. be running yeah. late 
but yeah. I, I found that to be quite interesting because I, I still had <laughs> the energy <laughs> that I would get from coffee as well. And I think the, the shots, as you have said, they help you realigning with your focus as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. it's not just coffee only, but there are other products out there that are able to do that, that are able to give you energy, that are able to make you yeah. um, to focus yeah. and, and stuff. And, and I think this magic mind shots were, yeah. were quite there and some of them i'll also carry them to work yeah on my me lunch too. hour as me well too. after i eat yeah. and then i'll t- i'll take a shot it's kind of refreshing yeah um, it energizes the body as well yes. um and they're not huge they are shots yeah so yeah. just within a few seconds you're, you're done drinking it and you carry on with your day and the effects yeah. they just kick in instantly and, and i know lately people have been worried about like like using drugs and stuff. it's not that <laughs> it's just herbs and they're really fantastic uh so i would recommend you check them out yeah. there is an awesome awesome thing where you get it at a relatively cheaper price uh when you get a subscription box mm-hmm. uh, so if you use our code i'll give you the website so you go to www.magicmind.com slash bpc that's black plus coffee bpc20 you'll get a discount and if you subscribe you'll get 56 percent off <laughs> i'm not lying that's a, that's a bargain that's a bargain uh to what you are getting as well these things will transform your morning they will transform your day they will transform your life in a way so do check them out and if you want to try them for one-time subscription just uh, do the link as well. Uh, go to magicmind.com slash BPC20. Use our discount code. Uh, it's BPC20, Black yeah, Plus Coffee. coffee. But I the think we'll leave the link in the episode description yep. as well so yep. you're able to access it. Yep. And I think another thing that I just thought about just now is just it's how, how accessible and versatile that is in terms of you can have that in, in the evening if you don't yes. have your coffee. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's just a shot you take your shot like yeah. what i was saying after lunch or yeah. before lunch you could just have that yeah um, it's not heavy caffeine it's nice caffeine it takes yeah. slower to kick in but it's really nice and you get 100 percent money back if you don't like the product so that's a guarantee <laughs> like if you feel like ah oh, the product is not what you want you get 100 percent guarantee so it's really awesome go for it check it out www.magicmind.com slash bpc20 use our discount code bpc20 and you'll get your stuff so that's <laughs> it from there and do that's, tell us yeah. what you think uh, after yeah. after you you subscribe there yeah. and you use the discount as yeah. well yeah back to your question about uh inclusivity mm. as well like competition wise uh it's always <laughs> interesting to be honest because like you said you find people that have been there for a while that have done it for super for such a long time uh and it's always tricky i don't know if it means that the less people who want to compete or companies are not really invested in uh championships like is it, uh, is it, going is it difficult to begin with as well to to say okay i'm gonna sign up for for the parista champs because you already know the people that are going to be competing yeah and but to, like there is a level of training right because i know guys like your sean they've tried to uh make it different like changing the format of like we have training for people who will be competing i don't know in terms of finances how much of 
uh, you need to put in, like in terms of resources. Yeah. Uh, that's another conversation as well, maybe when it comes to inclusivity in itself. But yeah, you, you do you want to add something? I think, yeah. yeah. No, no, I mean, I yeah. meant in a sense of um, having new baristas that are come through for this competition, yeah. for the yeah. barista competition, let like, out of the cup tasters as yeah. well. Because I feel like in my experience, I've seen it from the predominantly specialty coffee shops that I know. Is there a particular reason, perhaps, I'm just reading too much into it? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. It's almost it's, feels like the same people. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Like, I, I totally agree. It feels like the, well, like the, like I remember the last time where the last one uh, competition in Gauteng, let's say the, the local ones, the national ones, you see the same people in the top three, top five. Uh, I don't know if it has to do with, like, are people aware of those competition or are people not being allowed into those spaces that you don't have like cream dot like you'd have people that were different like that's the first time i've oh, yeah, seen a yeah, yeah. couple of new people that are entering into that competition like new baristas that we didn't know about yeah. so hopefully it will be different uh so but yeah I'm just thinking about the the conversation that you are having on the subculture yeah. is, is basically is subculture playing a role in make in in perhaps uh, being a barrier to other new baristas wanting to come through and compete mm. within the specialty scene because either That's, they yeah, feel like they're inadequate because they don't know such and such person within the industry yeah. or because they don't get their beans from this roastery yeah. um, and stuff like that. So you already feel like I'm inadequate to even try to go there and compete as yeah. well. Sure. And uh, I think as well, the conversation that yeah. we've had, um, I think it was two years back, mm. Um, where we had a barista that would come, a barista that came and then he did his set, everyone was there, it was just full. <laughs> and then after after his set, another barista who was well not not known, mm. uh people disappeared. That's true. That's true. Uh it was just yeah. like four or five people, six people that were watching mm. her set. Mm. And mm. and that on its own, just seeing that I sure. think it's is discouraging. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. it is, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I think it's it's interesting because it just because that goes into training as well. Being, um, I don't know, like just being inclusive to to different people, like learning. Skaza doing works in training yeah, people yeah, for well. yeah, national levels, global stage as well. Um, I don't know if. But all I'm saying is that it, I it feel goes, like we are more receptive to the people that are, are within that subculture. Oh, I hear you. I hear, which is true. Like, like for us, let's say, uh, I'm not it, saying. Um, not saying even other people out there. I'm just saying for us as well. It's like when we go for like, for example, to watch the barista, whether national or provincial mm. champs. We're like, we already have someone that we want to see. No, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and you check through the list and like, uh, who's Philip Teletzani? Nah, <laughs> I'm not gonna watch Philip Teletzani. He's a champ. He's a champ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me go and, and, and see this guy yeah. because this is a, is a popular guy. You know, yeah. um, we already have that within us as well. I think I think the conversation that should be said is how can we also make that space to be easily accessible um and also be inclusive in a sense of if you're a barista you've been working for years and you don't work for that famous coffee roastery mm. um how how you can navigate through that and and compete in a barista champ if you are mm. a customer or if you are someone who's just wanting to learn about coffee mm. 
entering that space, you, you don't have to feel like um, I need to use this lingo. I need to have drank mm. five natural coffees, five washed for me to have a conversation sure. with someone. Yeah, sure. That's pre pretty interesting conversation to be had as well. And I hope you guys as well, as you are listening to this, you are thinking through it and you you are trying to think how have you maybe experienced it uh, a sense of being excluded from the entire subculture but i think the conversation also right. changes from you feeling being excluded and you being the one who excludes people. no i know i know like you assimilate yeah. to the subculture have you asked black plus coffee <laughs> i don't know it's it's a very interesting one like uh because we have our own mission as well i think that sometimes you feel like you are behind because you are not in that space you are not like everyone else so it does become a bit lonely you're like sure for, for us to do this we have to know certain people or we have to be doing things in a certain way so it does become sometimes where there is an assimilation part uh but as well there is a where we stand our grounds like this is how we do things this is how we've always done one and two yeah. so it's a bit tricky to be honest uh but I, I agree that we should always be aware of when we try to exclude people when we become snobs yeah. uh and uh, try to be all this uh perfect people coffee expects and stuff whatever might be the case we should always be a, a subculture to say that's welcoming of people of any uh race of anything like if you come to a coffee shop you are, it's your first time being there you should be feeling welcomed uh, like you should get sugar if you want sugar you should get milk if you want get uh, if you want uh, milk and there shouldn't be a level of assimilation but unfortunately it happens somehow uh, mm. it happens everywhere you get to varsity you come from a school that doesn't speak English <laughs> you have to assimilate to speaking English uh, you how have to you assimilate to how you dress how you talk, talk. terminologies that you use and all those things so it's something that we need to be aware of especially in the coffee industry when you want to open it to everyone and in, else in, it's more special yeah. that we want to grow the specialty coffee yeah um that we can grow specialty coffee if we're going to continue having the subcultures that we have yeah. the same people yeah it needs to open up That's for true. new people to come into the market that brings about better opportunities for everyone opportunities for more coffee shops to be open more people to be employed yeah uh, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. Like resources in the niche industry, it's always tricky. If you don't have the resources, it's always hard to yeah. to survive. So how do you survive uh, being a certain subculture when you can't even fit in uh, without those resources? So it's always hard uh, to have that conversation. <laughs> yeah. But we'll continue to have this conversation. I it's think, uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I, I think um, just just quoting from the Filter magazine, I, th I, I think we, this, we thought this would be a conversation worth having. Mm -hmm. And I think also it's not just um, a conversation where we're just like, okay, it's done. I think we need to invite a few people, yeah. um, professionals and unprofessionals within the... South African specialty coffee seem to share their views and how they've seen this um, and if if it's there and how their views on how it, this can be inclusive and it can yeah. be accessible as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I agree. But yeah, agree. definitely a conversation starter. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have more of this conversation yeah. um, this year. Yeah. And guys, don't forget to check Magic Mind. Like I said, it's Magic Mind. Uh, dot com slash bpc20 
use our discount code it's B, uh, bpc20 uh, that would we would appreciate that as well it will go a long way and yeah thank you so much for listening to this episode uh, we appreciate that you have stuck with us yeah. and welcome to 2024 yes exciting times <laughs> exciting, uh, times, yeah. exciting topics uh, excitation ah uh, exciting guests <laughs> thank you yeah. uh, exciting guests ahead yeah. uh please stay tuned subscribe subscribe yeah. subscribe please do also leave a comment that will yeah. help us to reach a wider audience recommend to friends DM us if you have want any information or you can email us on uh, blackpluscoffee at gmail.com that's where you find us it's easy it's not hard yeah, yeah. but for me Moses and Mr. Philip <laughs> tell it's only the connoisseur yeah, it's <laughs> till nice the next it. episode yeah. we love coffee we drink coffee we, we are, are black plus, plus coffee. coffee cheers guys <laughs> <laughs>